This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yes. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Eden Barak to everyone all around the world, whether it's 95FM, you're listening to Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. Even if you're catching up with us on YouTube on Pulse95 Radio, thank you very much for connecting with me and I hope you're having an amazing Saturday. Plenty to discuss today on the show. Now, a lot of people say there are goals that they have, which is to, let's say, lose weight. I mean, we hear that all the time, but is there a difference between weight loss and fat loss? And we're talking about that on the show today. We discuss what the most common thing is when we hear about goal setting in fitness and in health could be misleading depending on what your goals are and what your why is. So we're looking at that and how can it be measured? So we're going to try and add a few things to the show today to try and help you achieve your goals and not only that for the Forbes rich list is getting announced forget my words out uh, for the highest paid athletes but were we surprised with the order so I'm going to shoot that your way as well later and we take a look at the weekend's sports action over the Eid break shout out to everyone who is tuned in on my Instagram live Sheikha Cassandra wow it's been a while um, Benoit of course Dua Kimo Fahad uh, Hassan, Rashid, Amin, Mustafa, Sako, 433, Terry, uh, who else we got here? We've got plenty of people on the Instagram live. Thank you very much. What is the topic? I'll tell you one more time, Sheikha. The topic is a lot of people talk about their goals and goal setting, but is there a difference between weight loss and fat loss? We're discussing that on the show on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. You're going to enjoy the music, Mustafa. I told you I'm going to be back. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time, and it's about time it's that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Thank you very much for tuning in with me today, and I hope you're having an amazing Eid wherever you are listening around the world, right? So, so much to get through to, and uh, and also, you know what? It's just kind of nice to to resume back to normality. What do you think, R.I.? You agree with me? Yeah? Resume back to normality? Yeah? <laughs> it's good to kind of be back in the studio with you guys. I know it hasn't been that long, but obviously we had the shows for Eid where we got to team up with all the other uh, hosts from Pulse 95 Radio. And we had a good time as well. We had some fun with it. But okay, so a couple of things we want to talk about. Now, one of the most common things in health and fitness that we often hear as coaches is, I want to lose weight. Now, there is a, you know, a situation here where losing weight is different to fat loss. And some of you that have specific goals will know what I'm talking about. So here's the thing. When losing weight doesn't necessarily mean you're being healthy. Fat loss also can be good to a certain point, but then you've got to be careful not to go overboard because you won't have the energy to be able to perform. And I think it comes down to performance, which is very, very important when it comes down to health and fitness. So I was I was uh, speaking to a good friend of mine, actually, Brian Keane. Shout out to Brian Keane. 
multiple bestseller and just a, a great guy. And uh, I was listening to one of his podcasts and he was talking about fat loss and the difference between weight loss and fat loss. And, I, and here is what I was kind of like, it kind of rung a certain bell for me because I've obviously had my own struggles with that. And weight loss doesn't necessarily mean that's healthy because you could be losing muscle. So the overall number on the scale, which a lot of us sometimes rely on, we all do, you know, our own, we have our own methods of kind of measuring uh, our goals. And a lot of people like to use scales. So when they do that, unless it's breaking it down, unless it's a very high end scale, like a Dexter or something like that, along those lines where it gives you the percentage, it gives you the water, it gives you the muscle mass, it gives you the visceral fat, all these kind of things really does point you in the right direction. But those people that don't do it, we kind of assume that that is healthy. Now it's not. So let me give you an example. If you come in weighing at 80 kilos, but yet you've dropped muscle and the next time you weigh in be it a week two or four you're at 78 except you've lost muscle and you haven't lost body fat you may think that that is healthy for you however that's not necessarily healthy for you because of many factors and that's the way you perform and the, the things you go through in everyday life so i was looking at this and i was kind of thinking i need to share this with the half timers it's something that definitely definitely they could relate to and i know i relate to it so the difference between fat loss and weight loss is losing weight in general, which could be muscle, could be water. You know, you see UFC fighters, they they weight cut straight before the fight and drop so much water weight and then all of a sudden put it back on again within a day. And that is definitely not healthy because it depletes your body and it puts your body through quite a lot of stress and not good stress, bad stress. So that's regarding weight loss. Regarding fat loss, and that's a bit more specific, that varies on your nutrition, your recovery, the strain you put on your body, the way that you're able to sustain consistency. So here's what I'm kind of putting forward to you guys. Rather than scales, which could work for some people and sometimes it holds you accountable, how about pictures? How about taking pictures of the way your body looks, being able to store that or maybe even print it out and put it up on your wall and then measuring that up with the same clothes also versus the same time of the day that you weigh yourself. Now, that's a different element altogether, but it adds something where those pictures can't lie. The clothes won't lie. You hold yourself accountable and you won't get discouraged as much because looking at the overall number, you might think, God, I've only lost one kilo or I've only lost two kilos or even, you know what, I've gained. Now, if you've gained muscle, then that could be a good thing. So you see how you put your mind and your mental health and your emotional health through quite a bit of strain when you're kind of just looking at the numbers. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't work. If anything, I'm saying it's a very good topic to have a look at. And weight loss versus fat loss is not for everyone. There are people that, for example, want to gain weight and they, they struggle with that. So maybe increasing muscle mass. And that's where, like I said before, looking at your percentage of your body fat versus you know how much you weigh and what your BMI is and what your resting heart rate is and all these kind of factors help in sustaining something that a lot of people kind of struggle with. But what do you guys think? Text me on 4215 or do or slide into my DMs as you're doing already. Shout out to Kadil, Iman, uh, S. Alms, and who else we got in here? We got Fahad, Shakib just joined, Anita, wow, all the way from Australia, and everyone else. Thank you very much for connecting. Anita saying pictures is a great idea. I very much dislike looking at the numbers. Pictures show much more love to me. Very interesting topic, love it. 100% Anita. See, this is the thing. For people that maybe aren't in favor of just the number, 
the pictures do you a lot of good it's good for you mentally it's good to also have it because it's private right it's something that's intimate to you and you can always look back and say in this time i was trying out um this plan nutrition wise or recovery wise or training wise or maybe i was even incorporating things like ice baths or deep tissue uh, massage or trigger point therapy which helped me kind of get that result at that date and that time so i 100 think the topic is very relevant but what do you do and how do you does your approach vary 4215 at the salat or do hear some more music like i told you when i come back <laughs> when i come back the music's gonna be back and the music is back now a little bit of um afro b and t pain condo lvc enjoy guys here it is this is the halftime show Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire then. What a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we're chilling, we're vibing on Pulse 95 Radio on the Heart of Sharjah. The halftime show is happening and we're showing a lot of love to. Uh, to, to Subi Subi Khan who's on the Instagram live at Omar do as well thank you very much for everyone who's tuned in um, and uh, Florin is saying I was just talking about it and I put on weight but my clothes are smaller interesting um, now here's a question for you guys when we talk about athletes you talk about the highest paid athletes now not always is it due to sports could be the rights could be the image could be what they bring to the uh, sport they play in but if i told you that forbes rich list announced the uh, 10 highest paid athletes who do you think would be in the top 10 and in the order now here's where i'm, I'm kind of tackling with you guys we think of mixed martial arts you think of American football, you think of the NBA, you think of golf, you think of uh, F1 racing. And I have a lot of people who listen into the show and say, talk more about this or talk more about that person. Now, here's here's my thing. When you look at the athletes who are in the top 10, I'm going to I'm going to actually name them from 10 to 1. We've already got a couple of guesses here for had saying McGregor, Messi and Ronaldo. We've got Florence saying Le- LeBron's got to be on that list. Masoud saying Connor, Messi, Ronaldo in order. Um, yeah, you know, the, here's the thing. In 10, Kevin Durant, basketball. What do you think? Almas is saying is Floyd Meadow up there. You know what, Almas? That's a very good point. Actually, Floyd, Meadow, Floyd Mayweather isn't in the list. Now, I don't know if that's because he's not active as an athlete at the moment because he's more into the, like, the management and promotion side, but I'm sure he'd be definitely, definitely amongst those. But Kevin Durant's in at number 10. Tom Brady, the legend, is in at nine. Kevin Durant uh, is in at 75 million. It's all right, it's not bad, is it? Uh, Tom Brady, 76 million. And then in eighth place, sorry, in, uh, yeah, in eighth place, Lewis Hamilton. Arguably the best in his sport, 82 million. And then we got a throwback. And I say throwback because, you know, he's still doing it. He's still doing it big at the moment. Roger Federer, man. Oh, man. Roger Federer is what a legend. He's getting 90 million. 90 million, Roger Federer. Then you've got, we're going to go from tennis to football. I know you guys have been guessing already. Uh, Almas is saying Serena Williams. I hope she is. Uh, she's not actually, surprising enough. Is the list what they made this year or of all time? Well, I think it's this year. 
definitely this year. Uh, LeBron is number five. He's saying. Uh, well, let's, let me tell you who's at number. Se- uh, who is it? Seven first. Neymar is at number six. Roger Federer is at seven. Then you got LeBron James at ninety six point five million. At number what? What is it? Number five. Yep, that's right. Yep. Then you got Prescott, American football, one hundred seven point five. Now here's the thing, guys. The top three athletes, highest paid athletes, are two from football, because a lot of you are guessing it already, and one from MMA. Yeah, it's crazy, uh, uh, Rashid Ahi. Um, But then even in the order, I don't know how much of this is accurate, because when I tell you number two and number three, it is Messi and Ronaldo. Messi is number two and Ronaldo's number three. Messi has stayed at Barcelona despite them having financial problems. Ronaldo's obviously moved around. He's at 120 million. Although I think Ronaldo's a bit more active on social media. So maybe he gets a lot more from social media. But then saying that, are we surprised with that? Are we surprised that, you know, it's in that order? Or is football and MMA the biggest sports at the moment that are taking over I know uh, I know you're into your basketball so you probably tell me differently and Big Hass who normally listens as well probably say nah basketball is number one but also I look at the documentaries and I look at the people that have the American football all or nothings and I wonder why aren't those guys there because they get paid bucks <laughs> they get paid a lot but Messi is in at 130 million Ronaldo's in at 120 and Someone who doesn't fight as often or take part in sports as often is Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel Conor McGregor, number one at 180 million dollars. That is nuts. Nuts. I can't believe that. The top of the 10 highest paid players is Conor McGregor, who isn't as active as those players, yet still is able to receive that money. Hey, listen, are you surprised? Was anyone in there surprising for you? And I know, Almas, you mentioned Serena Williams. I'm thinking about all the, the, the athletes around the world, and I'm thinking, who has surprised me from that lot? You know, I think I thought LeBron James would be a lot higher, if I'm being honest. I'm surprised Kevin Durant's in there, um, ahead of people like um, maybe Mbappe. I think Mbappe would be up there. Tom Brady, I'm not surprised with. Lewis Hamilton. I don't know as much about Prescott, guys. Do you know much about Prescott? You know, it's it's mad. It's insane. Uh, Prescott going 107.5 million. But then when you think about it, number one gets 180 million dollars, which is Conor McGregor, and number ten gets 75 million. Kevin Durant. Do you agree? And should anyone be on that list that isn't? Four two one five at the Salat or do or slide into my DMs. Here's the real excuse. Salam alaikum. A local artist. Love this guy. Enjoy this, and I'll be right back after the break. Enjoy. This is the halftime show. With Umar Maduri on Oh, he loves to fire that What's a goal. This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's 
sure is that time. It's the halftime show, and I have to say, the listeners are definitely keeping me entertained during the break. Hope you're enjoying the music today, Mustafa. I know you've been complaining about the music in Ramadan, but now we're back on track, and the music is on point, as I can say myself. Some suggestions for people actually telling me who they want on the show, which is kind of interesting. I really like the idea that uh, you know everyone's kind of giving me their feedback on who we. Got. And there's some big, there's some big suggestions there. Conor McGregor, they want him to come on the show. I've been trying, I've been trying, as make it happen, and uh, and Habib as well. I've tried to get him on the show. It's interesting that a lot of people want UFC, um, you know, mixed martial artists to be on the show. That's kind of that's kind of interesting. I didn't see that one coming. We got a couple of questions. Uh, yes, I did. I did send them my location, spicy. <laughs> uh, okay, so question from Rashid. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, here. Going back to the question: Who would you love to see coming to your team, uh, and would improve the team? Oh, okay, it's just depress me now. <laughs> so Arsenal have been doing well, and obviously, depending on where they're going to finish, it, it depends who they can attract. But I think now, looking at it, the type of personnel that comes into the club has to have a long-term vision. So obviously, it can't be someone that's established already. Thinking about you know the big names uh, right now is definitely not something for Arsenal. But saying that, uh, you know, players of the ilk of um, Kieran Tierney, hardworking, head down, you know, have a vision. I think they would suit. And I actually hope we don't qualify for Europe this year, which will bring people there. Now, who who would I like to see? And I think people like Tarek Lamptey at right back. If you get rid of Bellerin and um, and Chambers. And then even looking at, you know, uh, Bissouma in the middle, uh, Brighton fans won't like me for saying that, but that's two Brighton players already. Edward, the striker from Celtic, that would be good uh, to see him come in. And if we can actually secure Odegaard, who's been very, very impressive. I know uh, Hassam Awar is, uh, is available now for half the price that they were trying to sell him off last time. But I think... Looking at that, I think those are the, the players. And I think bring back Saliba as well. Um, I, I watch players like Fofana and I just think, wow, what a lot of potential. And Saliba was the better half of the partnership uh, in their old club. So, yeah, looking at that, I would love to... That Those are the players I'd like to see. I know people mentioned Buendia uh, coming over, but hey, listen, right now, you know, Arsenal are not... I'm not in a good place, so hoping, hoping they'll they'll do better. Masoud is asking a question: How to maintain the weight and fat loss simultaneously? I think what it comes down to, Masoud, is uh, is being um, being in a in a situation where your relationship with food is is good. And and I, I say that, and for those that don't know what I mean by that, you know, you have to actually have a relationship with your nutrition and not necessarily. You know, uh, oh, I've got a diet. Like the other day when we were talking, me, Ahmed Daoud, Hannibal Khis, and Anna Schofield, we were talking about Eid and, and eating and after Ramadan. But the thing is, it's, it's it's more like fuel. When you reach a certain point and you don't, you're not there yet. So, for example, for me, I haven't hit my goals yet. So I have to be a bit more mindful of how I fuel the body. Then it's also about recovery. So there's so many factors there. But I think being in a in a calories deficit is something that. If you want to lose weight, and if that is what you want to do, or more specifically, like I mentioned today, you want to lose body fat and your percentage wants, needs to be low and your muscle needs to be high, then I would say start to improve your relationship and find what works for you. That One size does not fit all. We hear that all the time. And having that relationship where you're able to self-love, self-care and appreciate food that's fine and if you want to remember like the 80 20 rule if you want to stick to you know something that's consistent 80 percent of the time and then 20 percent to to not prevent yourself 
from having something that you like, then that promotes longevity. So I hope that answers your, your question, Masoud. Um, another question here, who's going to win the Champions League and Europa League? So here's the thing. I think when you put... In, like when you when you consider the amount of pressure that's on these teams looking at Leicester City they're the underdogs today at the FA Cup for example so they're not favourites to win so the pressure is on Chelsea now why do I say that because that affects the Champions League and the Champions League will be Chelsea versus Manchester City who are favourites Manchester City are favourites so I wouldn't be surprised if Leicester win the FA Cup and Chelsea win the Champions League due to the psychology behind putting these players forward against each other. Europa League, I fancy United. I've said that from the beginning. Um, you know, they've they've played their cards right. And I think Villarreal maybe peaked too soon against Arsenal. They, they In terms of ability, they might not be able to match teams. But in terms of game management, in terms of, you know, strategy. And in terms of, obviously, Emre, who's been there so many times in Europa League. I think that's why United will just edge it. And Champions League, as I said, obviously City being favourites, but I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea give them a good game. Uh, Almas, forget about Conor McGregor, bring on Habib. Yep, I agree with that. And uh, Safe PR just jumped in the building as well. Uh, Almas, Analka would be great. Again, Almas, very good. I actually have messaged Analka. Analka, Nicholas, if you're listening, I've messaged him and I've told him to come on the show, but he hasn't replied yet. Get Dynamite Walid on the show. You know what? He'd be fantastic. I like Walid. I think Walid's got a lot of knowledge in boxing. I think he's fantastic and he, he's a proper teacher. He teaches really well. So, yeah, I like that shout, Mustafa uh, Almas. Do you think Ronaldo will return? to play in Sporting Lisbon his mum said he would I think that's probably yeah I think I can see that happening rather than him going to the US uh, as the final chapter of his career you know there'll be a sentimental value to Sporting but can they afford him is the other thing and maybe maybe what he can do is get part ownership of uh, Sporting Lisbon and that way he'll be covered um, Rashid Lingard swap for Rice Varane and Sancho Man United for the title race uh, I think because United signed Cavani for one more year, I can definitely see Sancho going. I also think that uh, Real Madrid are not sure what they're going to do with the defence. I think uh, Alaba is going, Ramos is staying, and Varane might leave as well. So that could happen. You never know. Loved it. Good. I'm glad Masoud and, uh, and Mustafa's happy. All right, good. So I'm glad you guys are happy. Let's take a quick break again. Uh, still keeping up the music on the vibes today. I hope you're enjoying it. And then we'll take more of your questions after the break. Enjoy, folks. Here is Techno Go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! One. <laughs> It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. I am your host covering everything sports <laughs> and health related. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Right, a couple of things. We've got some questions coming in. Obviously, Spicy's been sending me the questions. Hassan, uh, Rashid, 
Gary's team, what is your match of the season? You know what? Actually, I'm not actually sure. I need to think about that. But I'm, I'm trying to recap the season and everything's kind of a blur at the moment. That's what happens when you're an Arsenal fan. Um, and, and team of the season, I'll definitely be mentioning this week, no doubt. And if you are just tuning in like Carson, I'm just going to bait him out. Um, you missed a great show because we were talking about weight loss versus fat loss when it comes down to goal setting and how we can actually help you with that through segment one. Segment two, we were talking about the 10 uh, highest paid richest athletes according to Forbes. Some surprises there. If you missed the show, make sure you tune in. It's going to be on uh, YouTube later, thanks to Super Mario and Gabby. And uh, and then we also answered a lot of your questions regarding, uh, you know, uh, team of the season, uh, weight loss, fat loss, all sorts of stuff. A couple of things actually to bring up in local sports. The Young Guns play key role in Al Jazeera's AGL title um, a victory. Al Jazeera clinched the title on Tuesday night with a comp- Comprehensive 3 1 win over Jorge Khan, which is great. Um, Asian Boxing Championship shifted from Delhi to Dubai. That's cool. Local athletes' performance will raise UAE's profile. Absolutely agree with that. And the UFC gym is a breeding hub for the next Habib, apparently, um, which is on on uh, Khalid's Times at the moment. Shout out to Abdul Karim. Uh, okay. What else have we got here? I'm playing with the UAE FA Girls Tournament with AFC. Won our first match 8-0 and the vibe is so much different than with the adults. I'm sure it is Almas, but it's good experience for you to be playing with uh, with people around your age and I'm sure you'll be able to lead by example. Uh, okay. I'll watch the recap. I missed a lot. Yes, Carson. You know what? It's been a while. And thank you very much for everyone who is tuning in, by the way. It means so much for you guys to actually connect with me around the world. Carson's in the UK and uh, went to school with me, actually, for those that don't know. And he's always uh, supporting uh, Pulse95 Radio. Okay. Masoud, Pulse95 Radio, hashtag, uh, sorry, uh, forward slash halftime show. That's right. Uh, and then Hassan says... Sorry, Rashid says, you wouldn't take Harry Maguire to Arsenal. I wouldn't take Harry Maguire to anything, to be very honest. There's some players I just can't stomach. And um, the fact that Harry Maguire was in Gary Neville's team of the season, I don't know, man. It's hard for me to be able to put my coaching hat on, put my presenter hat on, and then put my personal hat on and just watch certain things being said in the media about certain athletes or sports it's, it's yeah I, I don't know how Harry Maguire is uh, is in the team of the season for Gary Neville I have no idea uh, you look at s- certain players for this year and and you know Ruben Diaz obviously would have to be in there no doubt but also looking at people like uh, Stones John Stones who who, who, that's some coaching that takes coaching when someone makes mistakes and has bad habits for for you to be coached that way and produce the way you produced this year that for me tells me what uh, what a good season that person has had so you know um, th- there's there's something that I would say to you in, in regards to your comment uh, Rashid about Harry Maguire and and you look at the other you know you look at the other players and you look at the other teams you think of uh, Chelsea you know how well Rudiger has done since he's come back in there you look at Leicester Fofana for me should be in the team of the year Fofana definitely 100% Johnny Evans could be in the team of the year you know um, those are the type of people that deserve 
you know, to, to be there. Then you look at the, the surprise packages. You look at the West Hams, Aston Villa. Why not Tyrone Mings? Tyrone Mings, is not just because he's a friend of the show, but Tyrone Mings is someone that has been, you know, rising ever since he came into the Premier League. He's been incredible. So why not Tyrone Mings in, in the team of the season? And and looking at, you know, people like Kyle Walker and how well he's done. Chilwell's done pretty good as well. So that's that's what I would do. Uh, Florin is saying, oh yeah, please take Harry Maguire away from United. See, uh, Rashid, you should ask Florin. Florin was my right back at university and he was one hell of a right back. Great defender. If... If... <laughs> If Florin played with Harry Maguire, he'd pull his hair out. <laughs> Fridge of the season. That's pretty mean. Almas, someone just previous someone said previously that perhaps Jesse Lingard would be a good addition. I agree with that, Almas, merely for the fact, again, that when you assess team of the season, it doesn't necessarily mean the best players um, out there. It means who was the best in that season. So Jesse Lingard, again, turning his career upside down. And, and representing West Ham and leaving, having the courage to leave Manchester United, which is a big club, to go to West Ham and to produce the way he has, to even get him in the squad for England, that in itself deserves a mention. And so that's why I think the way Jesse Lingard has performed, the only problem with fitting Jesse Lingard in team of the season is when I think of central players, you know, De Bruyne has been, of course, I think he's the best player of his position in the world. And then you look at Phil Foden. How good has he been? You know, again, so those are the two I look in there. I, I have obviously always think of players like Kante. I think how important are players like Kante. Then you think of um, Suchek, the start he had for West Ham, which was good. Declan Rice was very, very good as well. You know, um, and of course... Fernandinho. I mean, you see, the list goes on. So centrally, it's it's very um, it's very hard to to fit uh, midfielders. Midfield is one of the hardest positions to play in the game, and it's the most competitive. I remember, you know, um, fifty players tried out for my team at university level, and Florin can vouch for me on this one. Fifty players tried out for midfield, and I thought, no chance. Am I going to be making it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a big demanding position everyone everyone thinks they can play midfield until you play in the middle and it's a big pitch um, Rashid is asking Bruno or Kevin uh, if I was to base a team around one player it would be Kevin De Bruyne I think Kevin De Bruyne is the best midfielder in the world I think Bruno has had the biggest impact you know in the Premier League um, since arriving but but Kevin De Bruyne for me can play for any team in the world and he can play in several positions uh, right in the middle uh, slightly deep deep uh, deep playing midfielder as well so I, that, that's why I would pick personally Kevin De Bruyne and, and I just think Kevin De Bruyne by the way represents himself he's his own agent not many people know that so that distraction of you know, leaving it up to the agent and letting them sort it out. He actually does his own uh, own paperwork, own admin, and gets himself a pretty good deal at Manchester City. So that's regarding that. We are reaching uh, full time on the halftime show. Thank you so much for spending it today. Honestly, it did not feel like it was aid um, because you guys were so warm, so welcome, and I love the fact that you guys spent your Saturday afternoon with me. If you are watching on YouTube, where you been? <laughs> no I'm joking. If you are watching on YouTube. Uh, please please 
uh, make sure to uh, to share, like, and subscribe to Pulse95 Radio. And if you like the topics, you know, do share it with your friends. And also let us know what you would like to see more of on the Halftime Show. I'm always happy to kind of mention that and answer your questions on there. Uh, thank you very much. I hope you have a great day. Shout out to RR as well, who's with me in the building. And I will see you uh, back again on Monday, same time, same place. On the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.